Well, g'day, g'day. My name's Andrew and welcome to your awakening. We are launching into a very special uh, podcast. We're jumping into a series around overflow as part of a 40-day prayer relay that we're running out of Australia here um, over the next 40 days. And so today I'm joined with a very special guest, uh, Jordan Mullen. And Jordan uh, is coming to me uh, really as someone who's been a huge part of organising this 40-day prayer relay. He's a man of prayer and he's got a passion for uh, this this whole uh, 40-day prayer relay and also for the topic of today, which is overflowing the Father's love and really what is it to encounter the love of the Father. So Jordan, welcome. Hello, Andrew. It's so good to uh, be doing this together, to be journeying together, to really see uh, what we're seeing in Australia um, in terms of a move of God towards the heart of the Father uh, become uh, a, a relay, become a movement that is impacting so many people. We've got many, many people that have signed up to be a part of this 40-day prayer relay and we're launching off. Um, what are the what are the dates again, Jordan, for the 40-day prayer relay? It's a very good question. Let me uh, go to the website here. And Starting, if you could yeah. mention that website, that would be fantastic. Yeah, so the website's 40daysofprayer.org.au and it's starting on the 6th of March. And uh, if you want to go online and sign up, you'll get the six emails. It's 40 days of prayer, but there's six installments to the whole series. And um, yeah, it's all about overflowing the Father. So having an encounter with the Father's heart and uh, you know, f- overflowing that to the people around us so they can come and know Jesus. So good. Um, and Jordan, as we've been, you and I have been talking about this, um, I know in my journey, understanding the heart of the Father has been uh, really one of the, I would say, the most liberating, freeing, uh, significant parts of my journey that has just affected every other area of my life in such a positive way. It's been getting a revelation, getting an understanding of the Father's love for me. Um, I'd just love to hear how that has impacted you um when it comes to your faith journey uh yeah far away yeah i think knowing the father uh was something that wasn't really explained to me uh as i was you know a believer like i was actually baptized in the holy spirit when i was seven and um yeah probably went a bit on the lukewarm side for a while but i actually came across someone who was a real teacher of the word in toowoomba and uh, a very a pastor that I spent a lot of time with, his name was Steve Matthews. And uh, he would talk a lot about Jesus. And I think for a while there, I really didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And um, he would just, you know, he talked about Jesus like he was just the person to him that he was talking with every day. And I guess coming back from my faith background, I guess it was a lot of ticking the boxes in my relationship with God. Uh, just, you know, um, it wasn't really living, I could say. And spending time with this particular pastor, he, he really helped with that. And uh, he would talk a lot about Jesus, but he talked about like bearing the sufferings of Christ a lot. And he went through quite a hard time himself over the years, a lot of persecution as a believer, even within the church. 
And um, unfortunately, this pastor passed away. Uh, he, him and his wife were taken in, in the Toowoomba floods, which was quite tragic. And he was very influential wow. with a lot of Christians. But I remember speaking to him several months before and he was getting this revelation of the father. And he said to me, a, um, a man called him up, someone he knew, and um, the son of a, a woman that he, he knew, and this older woman in her, her late 60s. And she had a word for him, and, and her son, her son called him up and said, uh, you know, can you come around and speak to my mother? And he, he said yes. And he, and he met up with this woman in her late 60s in Toowoomba, and she sat down with him and said, Steve, um, you, you talk a lot about Jesus. You have, have a love for Jesus. You talk about bearing his sufferings, but I've got, I've got a word for you. And it is, um, it's time to know your father. It's time to move from the cross and identifying with those sufferings and come into this loving relationship with the father. And I remember he told me this, this is actually before he died. And it was wow. a profound thing that happened to him. And he just, his ministry, everything he talked about was knowing the father, coming into a relationship with the father, um, knowing the father's heart. And, uh, and he was telling me about this and it was a foreign, uh, I guess, language to me. Uh, I never really talked about God the Father, I talk about God a lot, but um, it opened up this idea of, of, you know, a tender, loving God who is the Father to his children. And I guess the overflow of that is, you know, knowing the Father is knowing that you're a son and, uh, you know, and, and coming into that true identity of who you are in Christ. Wow. And so obviously, um, that was a that had a huge impact on you, um, and helped you through through Steve, um, you know, to to really think about the Father and the love of the Father and the importance of the Father. Why why is it? Do you think that uh, you know people like Steve, my, myself, yourself, others, you know, can can get saved per se? They can can uh, get to know who Jesus is and that their sin is forgiven and all of that. But then they struggle, at least I did, and it sounds like I'm not alone. They struggle with this, almost this tainted view of the Father um, and they struggle to connect with that love of the Father. It's like, yep, I get that my sin needs to be taken away. We, we can all identify with, I'm a sinner and I need help. But mm-hmm. how do I move from <clears throat> I'm a saved sinner to I'm a son or a daughter? Um, why do you think people have a tainted view of the Father, heart of God and, and the love of the Father? I think as I've heard a lot of people talk about this, they've, they've typically related to God the Father like they have their natural father. And mm. um, maybe that father that they've had has been one where they've had a sense of expectation on them and uh, you know expecting some kind of performance and through that wanting to please their natural father that's then flowed on to how they see god the father so they operate out of a place of performance operate out of a place of um, trying to meet expectations whereas really where um, the truth that breaks that is god is a god of grace and um you know the reality is there's nothing we can do to please him because we're all fallen short of his glory and um it's really who we are in christ and knowing identity in jesus that we can be accepted and that idea for people is something that they struggle with because it's something that they don't know 
And I think in the 40 days, we talk about this idea of a revelation. And Steve talked about talked to me about this quite a lot. You know, in Ephesians, it talks about having a spirit of revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of him. And for me, it was very head-based. I think I was brought up in a church that was very of the mind, you could say. Uh, and when Steve would talk, he would talk out of revelation and mm. something that, you know, was from the Word of God, but it was tied to the Spirit of God. And it's just something that just hit you deep in your spirit. And I think this uh, this thing of knowing God the Father, it's it's an experience. It's something that you, you know, you encounter God in, in a personal relationship. So I think, you know, so probably summarize that one would be, you know, how, how has our natural father for some of us tainted our view of God, the father. And the second one is, have we really um, gone after a revelation of this and something that's not just learned? Um, I remember Mike Bickle from the International House of Prayer. He talked about revelation. He was talking about, you know, you do read something in the Bible. You understand it in your mind first and, and you get a concept of something. So you go, okay, God's the Father. But then the Holy Spirit takes that concept and makes it living and real. And that's when the revelation kicks in. And I remember you used to always speaking to Steve and he would just see me processing things he was saying. And I was just very stuck in my mind. And then it's like a seed. You know, it was something like six weeks later, boom, <laughs> you know, like it's just something just hit me. Yeah, it's wow. the truth, you know, <clears throat> took life. And, I, and that's how I hope for this this overflow is that people have a revelation of God as a father. Um, what about yourself, Andrew? How have, you know, I've heard a little bit of your journey and uh, yeah, I just, I'd love for people to hear more about how you came into revelation of God the Father because it is really interesting what's happened to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. I mean, I'll give you the the shorter version. <laughs> but in short, I definitely grew up in what you could call a uh, a religious in religious circles. We'll just put it that way. Mm. So, so very much, um, you know, the the Ten Commandments were like don't swear, don't um, drink, don't have sex before you're married, don't this, don't that. And and so we, I grew up really having this kind of performance mentality, which then leads to, you know, I've got to earn love versus it's something I receive simply because I'm loved. Um, mm. And... You know, and this, you know, it's funny how this, it's a, it's a constant and consistent challenge for all of us. Um, I think it's part of the sinful nature and the, and just the brokenness of, of humanity. Like, and I'll jump back into my story in just a minute, but <laughs> even last night, uh, so two nights ago, I prayed with my son and I, and we were praying and and we were praying for one of the kids at his school that's been uh, not all that nice to him lately for him to have a change of heart. And then last night, I said, how was your day, Sean? And he said, it's amazing. Um, this boy was, was so kind to me today mm. and we played together. I said, wow, that's awesome. Praise God, you know, and I was so happy that, that um, we'd prayed about it and then the next day we'd seen an answer. 
And as I was tucking him into bed, and my son's five years old, my son says, "Excuse me, Daddy, I need to tell you something." I said, "What is it, Sean?" He says, "I lied." I said, "You lied?" He said, "Yeah, I didn't play with that boy today." And I said, "Why would you lie to me?" Because I wanted to make you happy. Because I knew that you were praying for me, and I wanted to make you happy. And it's just amazing that even at the age of five, um, you know, he's already going. I want to make my dad happy. I want to make my dad proud. And the paradigm shift that we all have to um, that we all have to undertake, even a five-year-old. Because then I went on to talk to him about the most important thing is the truth. It's not how you know how I feel or how I don't feel. It's the truth. And the truth is, um, the truth is that I'm gonna. I'm going to love him regardless of whether or not he does this or does that. Mm. And I'm an earthly father <clears throat> and our heavenly father is so much greater. But I think for so many years, um, that was my mentality. I've got to prove it. I've got to earn it. And it it's built into every area of my life and every relationship. So not just my earthly father, my heavenly father, my my bosses, my friends—you know—it's a class clown. My wife, you know, I've got to earn, 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 and it was killing me. Honestly, the it was like trying to drink fresh water, but always going to the ocean. Mm. And I kept drinking and drinking and drinking this this approval of people, and never being satisfied. And um. Oh, it was it was such a challenge from from porn to um, performance, acad- my acad- academics, you know, my study, every area of my life. I was I was looking even to things that had the appearance of godliness because yep, we get when we turn to porn. Um, if someone turns to porn, that that's not a godly thing, right? But I was turning to things like seminary and ministry, <laughs> yeah. looking for my identity and looking for approval. Yeah. And then one day, um, I was reading Leif Hetland's Healing the Orphan Spirit. And what you shared about revelation is totally what happened. Is this? He began to spell out to me through the pages of his book, it was sowing seeds that basically at a head level, I went, oh my goodness, I need to simply lay aside this orphan mentality of I have to earn mm. and receive the sonship that's already mine. But it was very much a headpiece. And then I spent time in prayer mm. and that's where everything shifted. I lay down and I cried out to God and I got a, a vision, I got revelation and it was like he just said, I repented you know, of how I'd been acting and he just showed me so clearly that I'm his son and that I cannot ever add to the cross. Nothing I ever do will ever add to the cross. And um, it was just a, it was, yeah, wow. it was really powerful. Yeah. And it's interesting because things do change. Like just looking at the 40 days right now, the first week here, um, there's an analogy that that Steve actually shared with me about the rocks in the in the cup, and and he he had a, a glass, and in the glass, 
uh, with some rocks and then he filled it up and then he asked the question is this cup full and mm. uh, then you would say yes but then he would ask the question could it be more full mm. and uh, I, I was, wasn't sure what he was talking about and he was saying that these rocks are things in our life like you talked about um, some of the issues that you're having before this encounter mm. people suffer from mm. things like you know obviously sin resentment unforgiveness and um yeah, so he said, if you want to be really filled, you want to remove the rocks from the cup and then you can be filled to overflowing. And when people have this, you know, uh, this encounter with the, the, you know, with the God, the Father, the love of God, you know, the word says that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Change mm. does happen. Like I've seen this so many mm. times where people have just encountered God and, you know, all the... Um, you know, motivation, self-improvement, you can try lots of things, but it doesn't, it's, they're just temporary things. It's just, it's, it's behavior control, you know? Um, Whereas when you encounter God, he can just change everything, you know, he can flush it all out. And, you know, obviously as, as we go on, there's, you know, like it says in first John, you know, if you say you don't sin, you deceive yourself, truth is in you, you're going to struggle with things. But, you know, Jesus came to set us free. And, and that's essentially what you're telling me, Andrew, is knowing your father, having an encounter with your father, he, he sets you free. So, yeah. 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 And it helps you break the, the cycle of sin and shame and, and earning. Mm. So it's like we sin, we shame, and now we have to earn our way back into the presence of God. Then we sin, so be, you know. Uh, now we're shamed. We we feel, you know. And you see people they they stop going to church because they just every time they walk into church they just feel an overwhelming sense of guilt and shame yeah. about everything they did during the week, and so they just decide I'm just not even going to go there. I'm not going to open my Bible because I'm so separated from God. And yet when Jesus died on the cross. He paid the price and he said, it is finished. And it, it's so significant what what Christ did for us. Um, was It's not a, a partial debt pay, payment mm. and then we have to earn the rest. It's a full, we have full access to God when we call upon the name of Jesus. Mm. We're adopted in, we're co-heirs we're co-laborers and he's not going to change the name on our birth certificate you know we are sons and daughters of of god and the word's very clear that nothing can separate us from the love of god Mm. and that's where i my encouragement for people is always perfect love casts out fear Mm, mm. perfect love casts out fear so if you want to get rid of those rocks you're not going to do it by striving Mm. you're going to do it by flushing that cup out and the rocks are rising up and being spilled out and the cup just full to overflowing mm. um, because the father has reached in and he's removed these things and replaced them with his love. And that's, yeah, that's it's cool. very, yeah, very, um, very important. I, I just want to say that just as, as we kind of begin to wrap up, um, just to encourage people that, uh, this is not something we strive our way into. We simply have to receive what was already done, what's already been said about us. I'd encourage people to, you know, grab your Bible and 
and find and look for everywhere where it says the words adopted, son, daughter, children, and father, and just highlight it, and you'd be so surprised at what the what God says about you.、Mm. Um, and yeah, so my encouragement is receive what was already done. Don't try and earn something that was already paid for for you. Yeah, that's great. And and just on the forty days, like if you get these guides, they're going to be released、um, every week. And the, the first one、yeah. is a short window, and then it kind of kickstart at the start of the week again for week two. So you get basically two within the first seven days. But there's these activations at the end of it, and、uh, these activations is to it kind of unpacks what、um, Andrew's just been sharing about here. But、um, the idea of these activations, it's it's one thing to to know something; it's another thing to then really, like Andrew said, receive it and and really see、yeah. that take place in your life. So the first activation is finding a quiet place. So the idea is you find some time as you go through these devotionals to spend time with God and、um, find that place of solitude with Him. Second one is flushing things out. So if you are struggling with anything. You know that our expectation with the forty days is this is a time where the the love of the Father is just going to change people. It's going to flush out、yes. all the things that we just you know struggle with that when ourselves because you know when we touch His His presence touches us. Everything can just change. And the last one is preparing for overflow. So、uh, as as people go through the forty days.、Um, The the hope of overflow that it's not just for yourself that it's filled to overflowing, and、uh, we don't want to distract ourselves from the core mission here, which is people coming to know Jesus. So the overflow is an encounter that you have that is then、um, through you for for others and and to share that love,、uh, the love of God to people who who need Jesus and really need salvation. So、mm. yeah, so and, there, and there's prayers for each day as well. As you go through, just things to pray for、uh, during the forty days, one per day, so you can pray into these truths and and see this transformation.、Um, yeah. So yeah, such a such a helpful、uh, resource, and so yeah, I do encourage people、um, to sign up for those.、Uh, it's just forty days of prayer. dot org. dot au.、Um, so those activations、um, for this week, the first one being. Just to find a quiet place, to flush, to allow God to flush these things out, and to prepare for an overflow. So, what I thought we could do right now is just just pray for those that are listening、um, as they seek to turn. I know some of some of the people、uh, that have joined us today. You might be listening right now, and and you go, "Oh my goodness, this is me," you know, and and in your head you're like. I need a revelation, and so、um, I just want to pray that you'd be able to take that journey、mm. um, from head to the heart,、mm. and allow God to to bring His perfect love. So let's pray, Father God. We thank you so much.、Um, thanks for this time together, just to to talk with Jordan and to to be with、uh, our listeners as well. And I thank you, Lord God, that. Every single person listening right now, as they call on your name, they're saved.、Hmm. But more than that, they are adopted in as sons and daughters into your family. And so, Lord God, I ask for revelation. I ask that over these forty days, you would take、uh, 
take us all on a journey of a deeper understanding, a deeper revelation, a deeper appreciation of your love for us as a good and perfect Father. God, would you have your way in our lives? We give ourselves to you and we say, speak, your children are listening. Have your way and be glorified as we get to know you more over these 40 days and we overflow who you are to all of those around us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So good. Well, thank you, Jordan. Um, it was great to have this conversation and uh, we're going to be doing these every week during the 40 days. Um, we'll do, we'll actually do probably more than it'll work out to be uh, every few days, really. And so um, just keep journeying with us at 40daysofprayer.org.au. Share this podcast, share the content, and let's see uh, an overflow of the Father's love wherever we live, work, and play. Great. Thanks, Jordan. No problem. Thanks, mate. God bless. All right. We'll, we'll talk soon, and stay tuned for more episodes of Your Awakening. <laughs>